I could fake the moon landing at my apartment at this point. Welcome to Spencer's, a podcast where we are donating to the Kentucky Health Justice Network, and we will be putting a link in our description and on Twitter, Um, and we hope everyone is doing okay. Today we have Josh Gondelman, um, who has a brand new special, It Is Hilarious. If you want to laugh, which I hope you do, you should listen to it. Um, we enjoyed talking to him. He's very funny. It lifted all of our moods. And also, I want to shout out this guy who, damn, I wish I, now that I'm saying this, I wish I had more information. Basically, my friend Jacob told me that he went to pick up some furniture from Offer Up from this guy who recognized that he had an Indiana area code and somehow they got to talking and I'm kind of blurry on the story now but basically the guy said he's a fan of the show so um if you are that guy thank you shout out to you that was a nice story (laughs) (laughs) and shout out we found the person that shouted out Peter on the on the street in New York at Clay Films, she tweeted at us. She said, hey, I'm the jogger who saw a bearded man rocking a Spencer's hat on Eastern Parkway. And for the record, I shouted, I love Spencer's. Wow. Glad he wasn't freaked out. Wow. Great pod, y'all. Wow. Oh, bearded man. <laughs> thank you so much. Oh, my God. Clay thank Films. you. That's amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> After the break, our very good friend, huge Spencer's reporter, and overall very funny and positive person, Josh Gondeman. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed's doing something no other job site has done. Now with Indeed, businesses only pay for quality applications matching the sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash to start hiring now. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um. Well, before we like... Aff- do anything basketball related i want to talk about people pleaser i think oh, you just sure. talked about it with harry but will you talk about it again of course yeah so my, <laughs> my new hour stand-up special is available all the vod platforms you can rent and purchase stuff like apple tv and uh youtube and amazon and uh there's another big one that i'm forgetting but it's all over vimeo all over the place um and i'm really psyched about it i'm really excited it, we, i shot it like a year ago so it's been a lot mm. of a lot of editing and working on the artwork with the designer and stuff and then it was truly just like Okay, I'm ready. Let's go. And now, and now it's out in the world, which is lovely. I love uh, it's that. extremely hilarious. I love your specific type of comedy too. <laughs> Thank it you. feels extremely authentic to yourself, <laughs> but also that makes it unique because you're unique. What about Thank the you. name? So. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I did shoehorn the phrase people pleaser into a bit because I feel like this is my first special that's video recorded. I've had albums before, but I felt like this is going to reach people that don't know who I am. And I kind of want them to get a sense of my vibe from like the photo that they use and the title of it. Cause I really kind of wanted to call it triggered much, but I worried (laughs) that it would only appeal to people who would hate me and would turn off anyone that doesn't know me, but would like the special. So there were a couple other titles, friendship nightmare, I think was in the war was in the running, but Mm. people pleasers, what it ended up with, which is so funny because a few people have kind of snarkily pointed out, which I didn't realize at the time, Daniel Tosh has a special called people pleaser, but it's so funny because his, 
it's so arch with him because he's so combative with the audience. And mine is just truly like, hey, everybody, let's have a good time. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like that went with your, you said you had no expectations when Mm -hmm. you put it out. But yeah. You got a good response so far because it's so funny. Thank you. People have been so nice. I got a nice little review from um, Sean McCarthy and Decider. And like, I've gotten to, to, you know, come and talk to you all about it. And I've gotten some like real fun opportunity. And like people that I had no expectation would watch it have been shouting out like, oh, I watch this. It's great. And it like, I really try to, I've been doing stand up for like an embarrassingly long time. And So I've tried to just, like, obliterate the expectation that, like, anyone will see any specific thing. (laughs) Anything I do specifically will, like, change any circumstances of my career. I just try to get really into, like, I want this to be good. And then the people who see it will like it. And and that's good enough for me. And so, like, the fact that this has has made just, like, a a little splash that's more than I had expected has just been so uh, thrilling to me and so exciting. You saying um, comedy albums makes me think about the ones that we used to listen to when we were driving, like doing long road trips or something. What did you listen to? Mitch Hedberg. Oh, us too. Because that's my. I was going to ask what yours was. Me, that was like specifically Mitch. My dad, like I, I think within my family, I just I was going to say I discovered Mitch, but it's like, well, (laughs) I I was eleven years old or whatever, fifteen years old. (laughs) But I like within my family was like, oh, you got you got to listen to this guy. He's the funniest guy alive. And my dad and my sister. And to a lesser extent, I think my mom, like, we're like, oh, we'll listen to these albums. But before that, when I was young, it was that we would listen to, I don't know, this might be just like my age, but Adam Sandler's comedy albums Mm -hmm. that were were like so dirty. And so we would see like, you know, from the movies, Billy Madison and, and Happy Gilmore and watching him on SNL and the Hanukkah song, which like, of course, Jewish parents in New England were like, yeah, this this is you can have this. This is your anthem. Uh, <laughs> but then you listen to the sketch albums and they're so dirty. And so one by one, all my friends that had bought copies, parents would hear them just like playing in the other room and be like, we have to confiscate this, break it in half, and then like mail it to a synagogue for them to bury. Like that's how dirty it is. I have absolutely never heard those. It's, it's, I truly, there's, I can't, even say if they're good or bad at this point because it's part of my childhood like it's like being like um is your grandpa a good or bad person i'm like (laughs) i think good but he's my grandpa and that's like what these adam sandler albums felt like it was just like oh this when i was like 11 i was like this is what is funny it's just like him pretending to be a talking goat who's tied to a pickup truck just like (laughs) cursing at the old man that tied him there and it's like I don't know. Is that good? Or is it just my childhood? <laughs> I feel like but he's I, still the same. That's the same type I, the of true. comedy. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> still he's still in the goat zone. Yeah. He's the goatest of all time. This is a, I think this is like the sixth episode in a row that we've mentioned Adam Sandler, either yeah. through Hustle or just the other he's record. Back. That is. Come on the pod. Yeah, yeah Adam Sandler, come on the pod. Come on the pod. I come feel like. On I almost said, because I just saw him do, like, one of the big ones, but I almost, like, the, the you know, 10-year running podcast, and I almost was like, I don't know that he would even know what a podcast is. <laughs> he doesn't have yeah. to. That's a good point. I don't know if I've ever seen him on one. But we could be the first. I don't think rich people probably know about. S- someone told me recently about an A-list 
television actor who like a few years ago was booked to do like a major podcast and their staff had to be like okay here's what a podcast is (laughs) it's like a radio show that you download and they're like okay i get it but like this was probably 2013 so like years into general awareness of podcasts being fairly high and they're not it's not like it was carl reiner you know age 90 having to learn it was like someone probably in their late 40s early 50s at the time can we do five questions to see if we can get yeah. that person? Yes or no? I don't want to blow up whoever spot it is. Because I, I truly forget whether this is a story that I can, like, burn for someone or whether they're like, I lost my job. Thank you very fair. much. Yeah. <laughs> fair, fair. That's a gray area. We won't go there. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um, I do feel like that's a good transition, though, to something I've been wanting to talk about, which is um, Devin Booker and Kendall uh, Jenner broke up. Mm. And Sierra and I, uh, when we discovered this news, both had the same thought that we'd been recently wondering, like, what they talk about. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking we could do a 30-second, like, rapid-fire brainstorm of things we think that they talk about. Sure. Okay, hang on. I'm gonna mm. I, I think they just stared at each other. But if they did have to speak. Okay, Ready? What? What they talk about? I'll go first. Ready, set, go. IBS. I think statistically one of them has it. <laughs> I feel like Devin Booker's in sweet green commercials. So they probably talk about salads Ooh, sometimes. Yes, mm-hmm. they De- definitely talk about mm-hmm. salads. They talk about dogs. He loves his dog. Mm-hmm. Okay, dogs, maybe animals. They share yeah. animal TikToks or something. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I th- was thinking about her acne campaign. Remember mm-hmm. when she was like, yeah, so maybe acne products. I feel like mm. the topic of Coachella has come up at least once, like oh, uh, yeah. music festivals with electronic influence music being performed. I think they talk about how they mutually don't like Kim because that's my theory <laughs> that they all just mm. don't like him. So they just talk about how much they don't like her. Interesting. Yeah. Um, On, uh, oh, go ahead, Josh. Oh, go, uh, private jet amenities. Mm. Mm. Uh, on on Devin Booker's Architectural Digest, um, he taught he uses the words like vibes a lot and like mm-hmm. space and energy and stuff. So I think they might talk about uh, vibes. And if it, oh, Sierra says diet soda, I think that works. <laughs> but not I would diet say soda and the Ooh. community relations that diet soda can provide. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like yeah, that's where the healing began, and now everything's cool. Yeah. I think like. In the vibes, like energy type of thing, like they, do you guys remember that commercial? I think it was an Adidas commercial, and everyone was sitting around a table, and like Pharrell was there, and like some famous soccer player was there, and the entire mm-hmm. thing was about like we're creators, and the mm-hmm. whole conversation of the commercial was like we're just creating, like we're doing content, we're all, and it really yes. was a conversation about absolutely nothing. <laughs> that is what I feel like every single one mm-hmm. of their conversations had to be. I, not to be stereotypical, but I feel like she's done his birth chart <laughs> with the oh, Zodiac yeah. is sign. I don't really know that she knows that much Ooh, interesting. about anything. Okay. I know that, that's my one thing is I would like to know her interest about anything. And I'm not saying that she's stupid. I'm just saying that when you're rich, you don't have to be interested in anything. Mm. Right. And I have yet to have any proof proving that otherwise that she's interested in a single thing. I would also say that the... the Kardashian family has done like a Kardashian Jenner family has done like a really strong job for years as, uh, up until like Kim decided criminal justice reform is like her passion of being like 
of having like a studied neutrality. So like they can't like anything that anyone else would not like. Right. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. They That's can only I say boring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Except, yeah. They can only like things that are culture. one-sided yeah. issues. Right. Taking for black culture. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's yeah, a big like, interest. That's fine. Yeah. But everything yeah. else. Everything else. No. Yeah. Right. Um. <laughs> anyway, Devin Booker. Sorry, cat sitting. You just. Were you in the bathroom the whole time? Hmm. I bet all of my shit's on the floor. That's the thing I learned about cats. That is true. That I thought was maybe just in movies is that they will just go on the counter. Mm-hmm. You have a full cup of water. Just knock it over. They just knock it over, and it's not even like they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna shove this thing," you know, push it slowly. They take their paw, and they go blurp, and it mm-hmm. is knocked to the ground and spilled everywhere. So, I've gone through a roll of paper towels. I guess. Oh no! <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. And again, found out I was allergic to them, but you know, they're sweeties. Yeah. Um, we went over the 30 seconds, but I do think that that is way more things that than I originally thought. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's a good list. That they would talk about. I feel like this is a very productive brainstorming session. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think anyone else has cracked the code. I bet even people close to them don't even know what I bet they about. haven't cracked the code, and that's why they were like, should we just That's- break up? Yeah. <laughs> like, I haven't well, talked to you in years. Uh, maybe this isn't yeah. working. <laughs> it's like, sorry to always be that guy, but the new season of Love Island has started, and some of them, it's like I can tell from the outside, you guys have nothing to talk about. Mm-hmm. All you ever talk about is if you should have more talks. Not a good sign. You know, it's just not a good sign. That is that is the uh, uh, trouble sign for a relationship. Like the the more the closer the intervals between we should really talk comes up, like the the closer you are to the end of the relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially when it's not even about anything substantial. Like mm-hmm. we should just talk. Yeah, like, more. Period. Yeah, yeah, yes. Period. <laughs> There's like the scariest things are like, hey, we need to talk. Mm-hmm. Bad sign, really yeah. bad sign. We should talk. Yeah, probably yeah. just as bad a sign. Yeah. It just isn't hurt, gonna hurt as much. Mm-hmm. We need to talk later is a rough one. It's just like, yes. hey, just tell me the bad news now because I'm not gonna like it later either. I'll drop that. I'll drop that. I'm that person. Yeah, because the thing is, if you did something for me to say that, I would like you to sweat. <laughs> oh, okay, that's fair. <laughs> I would like some perspiration. That is fair. I'd yeah. like you to. Take that mind of yours and rewind the past two months mm-hmm. and think about if you've done any possible thing that would have offended me. Get to stealing, yeah, and ruminate on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you do it like uh, like interrogation procedure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, my new thing is I'm trying to be in relationships where I don't feel the need to do those things. Cool. So it's actually been a huge step for me. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, <laughs> love that for you. Gross. TBD on how that's gonna go. Sure. <laughs> um, should we talk about the Celtics? Should we talk about Kyrie? I'm, I'm, you know, both painful topics for me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, a native Bostonian. Pick your poison. <laughs> we need I wanna, to talk later, but I'm telling you the subject. We need, we're talk we about we need right to now. talk later about Kyrie Irving. <laughs> like, wow. What did he do? Um, I let's do let's do a quick. I know it's been done to, done to death, but a quick. I want to do a quick appreciation for the Celtics season. Yes, I feel like I, was, I don't think it's been done to death. That's why we want to talk to you about it because you are um, Celtics optimist. I was gonna, yeah, I didn't yes. want it to sound. I, it's a wonderful thing how optimistic <laughs> you are. Yeah, because I was gonna say you're you're positive, but sometimes I think 
people don't associate that with being like legitimately positive. Sure. You know what I mean? Like I think right. that a lot of times, especially now, it's like positive just for the sake of appearing so bad. Po- posi vibes only, et cetera. Vibes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But I think um, you actually are like quite optimistic. Which thank is you. Good. I feel I I think the way the finals ended with three straight losses that like weren't super close was like a, a, I think the downside of that was it was excruciating to watch uh, <laughs> and mm-hmm. it was personally hurtful to me. But the upside of it is I, I got to watch it and be like, we lost to the team that deserved to win. This was not an issue of a coin flip or a bad break. And w- getting to the finals was so far ahead of where I thought this team was going to be from like Christmas 2021 to this point if you were to be like they're gonna lose the finals to the warriors in six games i would be like you're from the future but you're lying to me <laughs> like <laughs> you're you're pretending you're from the future and you're full of shit and then i would find that person and be like tell me everything you knew um <laughs> yeah i think like clearly uh coach ime udoka has buy-in from the team i think mm-hmm. that the the can Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown play be ever be on the court at the same time as each other? Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. That people invented as a controversy has been settled. I, I think those are like super positive steps going forward. Um, I think that like it's also you've got not to do the like Jason Tatum is uh, he just learned to walk six months ago, but <laughs> I mean he's like this was his first year as like okay you're the superstar and I think he will get more poise in these difficult situations bring down the turnovers i think jalen brown will do the same so i think like the the stuff the real weaknesses of the team are improvable um even internally which i think like internal improvements like that are like a real way teams get better and i i like really appreciate this season i had a lot of love for like the rob williams breakout season and the marcus smart point guard season and uh ime udoka uh one of the rising young head coaches season and, and, and obviously Tatum and Brown, of course. And like the Al, the Horfordissance is like a beautiful thing to witness. Like, uh, so I want to say like with no bitterness, um, just, uh, a deep emotional pain, (laughs) but no bitterness that it was like a truly exhilarating, six months of basketball up until or five and a half months of basketball up until uh the end of game three of the finals <laughs> and then uh and then i went into a blackout and have no, i you know i grew up my hair you can see um <laughs> i I, went, I like spent a couple weeks on an island just pondering but that's where i came out on the other side i love that and for i i think jason tatum took a lot of heat you i know you mentioned that this was his first time as a superstar but is the expectation now that you guys will be back in the finals next year or are you still just taking it month by month if this year has taught you anything great question (laughs) i think expect um expectation of the finals is tough especially given um milwaukee's injuries given like the 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 brooklyn situation that we'll get to philly having another year to gel i mean miami always being good so like i think going like this team goes to the finals every year is tough and especially like things could go wrong for the celtics in terms of like someone misses 15 games at the wrong time and it kind of tanks their seeding or it hurts in the playoffs so i don't think i expect the finals but i do expect them to be like 
contending like second round of the playoffs is the floor i for my heart and mm-hmm. then beyond that i think it's unless you're like a dynastic team it's always like a little luck has to come into play um unless yeah. you, you know, yeah that's where i'm that's where i'm at Again, yeah. but you know me as uh, Jordan. We've known each other half an hour, and you know I'm the no expectations guy. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that's a great Sorry. brand. That is, Thank you. That's a wonderful brand. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt, Haley. No, that's okay. Harry and I were talking yesterday about the – Harry, what's the term about, like, the Super Bowl team who loses? Oh, like the Super Bowl hangover. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that team always a- just kind of, like, hits a spiral for the next right, year. Right, it's a real mm-hmm. thing. Like, the team that loses the Super Bowl then has a down year the next year – and I think maybe expectations have to do with that. Maybe it's just that the year before we didn't look closely enough at the situations that propelled that team to the finals, which can mm-hmm. be true across sports. And like you said, you can point it out with the Celtics this year, which yeah. doesn't delegitimize their run at all. No. They were fantastic. But like maybe Milwaukee is, you know, adds a piece this offseason or is like healthy or, you know, there's all these kinds of different things that could. And- and they got to play that that Nets dynasty without Ben Simmons, their perennial all star. So like that, I think I saw people posting that on Twitter, and I was like, "Oh, Ben Simmons, who's never played a game for the Brooklyn Nets, we're making that excuse for them now." Right, right exactly. But like oh, the stretch God. between, like you were saying, Christmas mm-hmm. and then the finals, I can't remember a time where a team has ascended that much on both Mm. ends of the ball. And so that's just really exciting. But also another thing we were talking about yesterday during our, um, uh, during a meeting is just like the, there's an NBA middle class that the Celtics haven't been in, in some years Mm -hmm. because they've always been just above it. And that is something we've talked about before, Josh, where there's all these expectations because you have been in the conference finals and have been very successful. But even when you think about it, like if you, Go five years in the future. You will look at this year as the first time that these guys went to the finals. Yeah. And mm. they went against a team that has so much experience and the best shooter in history mm-hmm. and probably who another person who will end up as one of the top. And, and like a, a generationally talented defensive player as well. And yeah. who, um, God, it was so great. Those couple of games he played like total ass. It was so much fun <laughs> to watch Draymond Green just like one, two for 12. And I was, and, and again, that's that, that feeling of like enormous respect for him as a player, which is why it's so delightful to watch him go two for 12. <laughs> like, yeah. I saw, like, I'm not I rooting for Otto Porter Jr. to have a bad game. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, that's that's a former Max guy. Oh, I know. Yeah, which does not. Well, that's a Washington Wizard. That's a Washington (laughs) Wizards contract. So, (laughs) but yeah, I I'm glad that you're celebrating it. I think they should be celebrated. I think they'll be good in the future. Um, And I like the idea of if you have a team that you feel like is in the NBA's middle class, you can. Look at what the Celtics have done. Look at what the Suns have done. And also just appreciate your team now without um, needing to see a championship in the next three years. I wish that that was more fun. There's not a lot of things that are super fun, I'd say, in general right Mm -hmm. now. So (laughs) (laughs) it's a sport. Why not just have a little bit of fun with the fact that, like, Devontae Graham might have a better year. That's worth 
thinking is great just as yeah. much as going to a championship. Why, why not like to to complain that your team didn't win the championship? Again, coming from where they came from, which is like 18 months of being like 500-ish, seeming like maybe they didn't have an like a buy-in on a philosophy that like was super fun to even watch as a team. If like, you can't be happy unless your team wins the championship, that's resigning yourself to just a life of almost constant unhappiness. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And like, I would like to believe that there are things to enjoy other than, uh, um, other, other than just like winning it all. Like I would love for them to win a championship with this core, but that doesn't mean I have to be mad now that they didn't. You know, in in five years, if if this team tapers off from here, I'd be like, oh, what a bummer that that that's how it all wound up. But like right now, I feel like the very like um, AIM away message of like, don't cry because it's over, smile because it <laughs> happened. Like I feel like I'm that like uh, just like a tattoo of a butterfly between my shoulder blades, that kind of vibe <laughs> that I'm giving off. But I do that is how I feel. Yeah, well, the I nicest mean, nicest Celtics fan ever. <laughs> no, I know, except for your aunt. Yeah, I, yes, you and Aunt Charlene. Wow, yeah. top. I was going to ask, how fan. is she doing? How is she feeling about this? She's wonderful. She's on cloud. Oh, I wasn't good. allowed to call her um, <laughs> during the finals, but now she's she's doing okay. She's doing alright. Good, good, good. She was I'm happy glad. that they were there, but she's also she lives in the Bay, so she was kind of rooting for the Warriors too. So okay, she was like, I'm a, I'm in a win win situation. What a beautiful place to be as a sports fan. I what salute that, and I don't think it's disloyal. Although I will say, in in the Bay, I think it's different. I I feel like when this is just like a personal micro pet peeve of when people move from one place to like LA or to like New York and are like, I'm a, I'm the biggest Lakers fan that's ever lived and I'm courtside. <laughs> it's like, okay, come on, bud. That's just, you just have money and this is the team you can watch now that you have yes. money. <laughs> yeah. It would be funny to bandwagon to the Lakers right now though. Mm-hmm. Or the, I mean, or the Knicks ever. <laughs> yeah. Or the Knicks ever. Although the vibes with the Knicks are just good enough. Um, Mm -hmm. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to chart out all of the off-season messiness. And I guess talk about, well, and Kyrie is the same thing. (laughs) It's in there. Yeah. They are one conversation. yeah. Yeah. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites, searching for candidates with the right skills. Indeed's a powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring in one place so easy because of sponsoring jobs. No other job site takes care of you like Indeed because with Indeed, you only pay if an applicant meets your must-have requirements. And Indeed's doing something no other job site has done. Now with Indeed, businesses only pay for quality applications matching the sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash Spinsters to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash Spinsters. Indeed.com slash Spinsters. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, okay. We're back. Um, the last thing I want to say about the NBA's middle class and like you being happy to just have witnessed this Celtics season, not that they're at all in the middle class of anything, is that um, I think a lot of the polarization of like you have to be happy 
only if your team goes so far you have to be distraught is just a result of how the game is covered, which I guess technically, even though we might find this hilarious, includes you and me, Jordan. Um, (laughs) But I just would push back on that again. And uh, as we're going to talk about these offseason moves, if you get – I was going to say De'Aaron Fox, but I actually think that's a huge get – if you get a role player who you're like, this might really change our bench, that's enough to celebrate, you know? It is. Um, celebrate the small things. Agreed. Yeah, celebrate the small things. On Friday, guess what I did? I cried. Yeah. <laughs> because that Friday was, my was awful. Thing to celebrate. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, just take the small things and and that's good enough. So now we're going to go through some social media moves. Well, I guess first we can do Kyrie. Um, sure. Really recently, it looks like they've settled on something where Kyrie is going to stay. He's going to be able to enter unrestricted free agency in 2023. Um, It looks like now, after reading a report from the last week, he had three potential opt-in and trade, um, so sign and trade options. But it was basically like could have been the only teams with the projected salary cap space oh i hate hearing myself talk right now are De- <laughs> we're detroit san antonio orlando indiana new york that's more than three so i wonder which ones were legitimate yeah it's interesting for him that none of those really make sense um i'm mm-hmm. sure indiana thinks that it makes sense for them because they're like we're never rebuilding we've never rebuilt in our life we're always just perfectly <laughs> built um detroit i honestly was like i would love to see it Okay, New York is, of course, just going to be in there for fun, as they usually are. I was explaining to my um, aunt the other day that this always happens, like when they were clearing house um, for Jalen during the draft, like they just clear house every year, and they're like convinced, we're going to get LeBron, we're going to get Katie, (laughs) we're going to sign Kyrie. We're going to sign LeBron. You know what I mean? It's just always yep. someone. They're they're the real optimists. Yeah. I was watching or I was with two Knicks fans that I work with while we were watching while, while the draft is happening. Not Jesus and Mero. I took the. I was the like. Jesus, no, 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 no. I have a very funny way to describe it. I was with two <laughs> Knicks fans. Wink. But two two guys that I work with, the Jesus and Mero writers room went out uh, to do karaoke that night and they were the the heights they hit of just like <laughs> it's about to happen and i was like happy for them and then like an hour later they're like it didn't happen it's not gonna happen the knicks every are doing draft. Knicks things again <laughs> every draft it's every so draft. great oh my goodness mm-hmm. we did a piece for the show where they watched that jesus and marrow and some friends watched the draft lottery and it was the zion mm-hmm. job it was the year they got oh, rj barrett God. and like just watching it as they crept up and like got towards three it was just like like jubilation it was and like again celebrate the small things third pick in a two-player draft <laughs> I think the Knicks fans are actually a really good example of sm- celebrate the small things. 100%. Yes. The small things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, because the possibility of just having a number one pick. I remember mm-hmm. our coworkers came in with Knicks jerseys, hats. Mm-hmm. It was like it was a home game just to watch the lottery because the possibility of something great could happen. What a and beautiful <laughs> way to live. Just with an open hearted generous enthusiastic way to live your life and i also love how when the good thing doesn't happen they go 60 to zero so fast (laughs) 
They, you don't talk about someone stopping speed like that, but a Knicks <laughs> fan can turn off the enthusiasm tap at the drop of a hat. The come down is seems sharp and harsh. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. Um, it's interesting they're in the same city as the Nets because again, the, with the I don't want to since talk too much about the Kyrie thing because it's just gonna be what it is gonna be. Like he, ha- I hope he plays really well this year, and gets a new deal. Next year, somewhere he really wants to play and stay. And it seems like KD is like still kind of considering what he wants, but feels like he's going to stay because Kyrie is staying. Um, I did see a report that said several teams are expected to continue to pursue Irving via trade. So maybe he'd still get traded, but that just doesn't even make sense because he's going to enter unrestricted free agency in 2023. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you guys have any thoughts about Kyrie. At this point, I'm a little bit like um, considering a ban the way we <laughs> banned talking about Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it might be because it's going to be so much. This is just the start. It is mm-hmm. June 28th that we are talking about mm-hmm. this. We're going to be talking about it the whole off season. But I will say that, Lakers fans went through a roller coaster these past couple days <laughs> and I wasn't really a part of it. I was watching it from afar, but there was I saw a video of I think overtime posted Kyrie and LeBron were like driving on the 405 in LA and people were like, "Oh my gosh, Kyrie, they're looking <laughs> for houses together. He's going to live in his back house. He's coming to LA." And I was like, "Do we want this?" I think people they're just so excited about anything that Lakers fans were latching onto this idea and the photoshops were crazy. I was just thinking about the photoshops. Those were some of the most premature photoshops in the history. That's like a pre-written obituary for someone who's like 20 years old. It's like, (laughs) let's wait till there's some inkling. It was nothing. It was nothing. So Lakers fans, it's it's okay. We're going to be okay. It's okay. And I think it's also... Not really surprising that he chose the amount of money that he does have on the table. I would not say no to that at all. Um, So when it came back full circle, it's like this is how it was supposed to happen. It was just drama all the way around the circle Mm -hmm. to get back Um, here. (laughs) I love how you said that Lakers fans are excited about anything because I have some good news for you. Um, Russell Westbrook just opted into his $46 million deal (laughs) to be a Laker again. That's amazing. (laughs) <laughs> I'm happy for that because <laughs> no one else was going to take that money. So it was going to happen. I am an optimist in the sense that I believe that Russ will be better next year. Mm-hmm. I think this year was a throwaway year. And then I really believe he's going to be better because he posted a video singing Beyonce, Don't Break My Soul. And he's just vibing out in the car. And. That is a great sign. If you're singing Beyonce in the car after you're making millions and millions of dollars to play in L.A., it's going to be a good year. So I'm feeling I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. This just sounds that just sounds like you that just sounds like you endorse (laughs) Russell Westbrook's personal happiness and well-being, which I'm not against. (laughs) Yes, because I mean, especially the song like you can't break my soul. I I just quit my job. Lakers fans were trying to break his soul. They were saying the worst things about him, that he was washed, that he's never going to be good again. And he's just vibing out to Beyonce saying, you can't break me. I'm here and I'm making a lot more money than all of you people who are saying those things. So That is true. 
It's a good vibe. I subscribe to this video. We have this chart that Harry made. That's like, um, Harry, you know the word. You explain. It's like a political axis, you know, okay, authoritarian. Mm -hmm. uh, Those four, except the one, the one, the x, the y axis is messy, not messy, and okay, the the x axis is money, not money, and so okay, money not being like like that's so money. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Okay. Yeah. Money yeah. in the swingers sense of the word. Wow. Yeah, Harry said this, and I was like, I've never seen that movie. And then he sent me the clip of <laughs> Vince Vaughn yeah. telling wow. John Favreau that he's- In the, you're so money, money baby. You're, you're so, so money, money you don't, you don't, don't even, even know, know it. it. Of course. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm a uh, 37-year-old white guy. I've seen yeah, this movie. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> I was yeah. like, wow. We're, we're hitting a demographic we usually don't hit. <laughs> no, I, Man. Um, I was I was gonna so uh, like you I was like it's from Swingers you haven't seen it and then I was gonna be like oh Haley you would love it it's so good you know because I do love Swingers and yeah. then I was like going back about like what that movie is about and I was like <laughs> okay maybe she wouldn't like it <laughs> there there are I'll stand up for like many individual moments in that yes. movie but I haven't watched the whole thing in a long time so it might be one of those where you're like. Oh, that <laughs> didn't age well, probably. But there is there is like a very sweet like John Favreau's arc of like needing to love himself and mm-hmm. start stop worrying about um, someone who broke his heart. I think is like a very nice thing to think about. But that that scene, if you're so many, you don't even know it is like very fun. Is yeah, it yeah. about um, is it ENM? Well, you just taught me, Harry. Is it ENM or is it ENF? Which one is the which one Ethically is non monogamous? Yeah. E-N-M. Is it about swingers? No. No. No, oh. no, no. no. <laughs> it's like like swinging, you know, just like hip guys more like yeah. it. What? Mm. Yeah. Is that a it's term? Not... <sighs> I don't know. It means the thing you thought more than it means anything else for sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I probably won't watch it. Um, but <laughs> I, I think it's very fair. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. can't argue with that. With they that were decision. so young. Just in that clip. That they was, were young. That was a yeah. Long time ago. Well, Vince Vaughn looks really young. I think actually John Favreau looks the same. <laughs> Not in a mean way. That's he fair. just has always had that exact face. Got, you know, whereas, kind of a like, baby face. Yeah. Vin- yeah. Vince, yeah. Vince Vaughn had like a like a kind of slender boyishness to him at mm-hmm. the time. And and yeah, and John Favreau did. He had that kind of rounder baby face that he's yeah. now he's like a a similar right, similar vibe. <laughs> yeah. Um okay, but, uh, so yes. we'll we'll put that's the chart. Messy, not messy, money, okay. not money. Got it. And let's put the we're gonna do a couple like things that have happened on social media. Most of them are kind of proactive toward like, oh, this is encouraging someone to sign here or want to be traded or whatever. So, but this one obviously is not. Where would you put Russ singing um, in the car on this chart? I would put not messy and money. So in the lower. Good, clean, fun. Fourth yep. quadrant. Yeah. Yeah. Because Completely look, agree. what are we supposed to say? Like you guys were both saying, he's just backing himself as they'd say on Love Island, he literally is just like, <laughs> I'm going to give myself another chance. And what mm-hmm. else is he supposed to do? People can't be upset about that. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. It was Why a not? little, I don't think it was messy. It was a little petty for the choice of words and song lyrics mm-hmm. he was singing because he's like, you won't, he could have sang any song, but he specifically did that song. But definitely on the money side. Definitely. I'm happy for him. Yep. Agreed. Money. 
not high money, low messiness. <laughs> it is like lit- literal money. Yeah. Literal yeah, money. Yeah, sure. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> so money and he's very aware of it <laughs> he knows because he it, just yeah. signed a contract. Yeah. Uh, can I pr- like put forth maybe this being not money? Yeah. Which, Ooh, which okay. would be the argument that if you're a Lakers fan, you're like, okay, yes, Russell Westbrook is going to come back. He's going to figure out his role. He's going to be successful coming off the bench. You know, go. He's going to take, get, you know, not take these bad shots, limit those, just be the perfect, you know, athletic bench guard we need. I'm not sure this video is saying that. (laughs) I don't know that it's money for the Lakers. I think we're talking about two. It's money for Westbrook, yeah. Two largely aligned, but not completely aligned sets of interests. And I think (laughs) Mm -hmm. as a move for a guy, one guy to do, I think it's money. As a team building endeavor, (laughs) I would say. It's a big question mark, honestly. But look, I don't know. I'm not in charge of the Lakers salary cap. Fair. I would also say the use of the song is a little bit funny to me, um, even, you know, because of the person who's singing it both in the video and then just like Beyonce singing it at all, because um, on Twitter, people were like, yeah, I feel like if you're rich, you're good. Like your soul's not mm-hmm. going to be broken. <laughs> like in these times, you're probably fine. But you know what? I don't think Russell Westbrook um, cares to read a room. I don't think it's that he can't. I think it's that he just chooses to do the thing where you're like reading a page and you're thinking about something else and you glaze over it. So mm-hmm. good for him. Yes, I agree. With um, that. Let's go to the next one. And I actually want Harry to hear what you have to say about this because let me click on it. This is a Photoshop about the Blazers. It's loading. Okay, so we've got Dame on the left. He's in a Portland jersey that we've seen a million times. It's the red one with the stripe. And then we see next to him one Kevin Durant, who is also in a Blazers jersey. You might say, that doesn't make sense. Kevin Durant's mm. never played for the Blazers. This is a Photoshop. This happens a lot during free agency. Um, and this was posted, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, on Dame's Instagram, which I have a quick side note about. I think that's really interesting because he's never been portrayed as someone who's like desperate. You know, he's always been this like very cool mm-hmm. um, person who gets along with a lot of guys in the league. He doesn't come across as desperate. But if you think about it, he's done this actually a lot of times and it's never really worked out. So I do think that's a bit interesting. The mellow one did work out. Why don't we associate him with that? I guess is what I'm asking. But this Photoshop was also posted by Yusuf Nurkic, um, who arguably is a better teammate than um, DeAndre Jordan because, Harry, you made a very good point yesterday. Yeah, right. Well, we were talking. So you, Nurkic posted this this little tweet with the Photoshop and this like missing piece emoji, right? And <laughs> the, the first. Good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, the first thing I thought, though, was like, my dude, you're in the trade. Yeah. Like, (laughs) (laughs) there's no way Kevin Durant is is getting traded without some salaries to match. Like, he's going to be it's going to be 2023 is going to be re photoshopping him in a Brooklyn Nets jersey. (laughs) Yeah, maybe maybe he was just saying, like. 
even if I'm not here, this is what I want for the Portland Trailblazers. Like, I just think they're so this. good. To, they would be so good together. <laughs> just as a fan of the game, yeah. <laughs> who wouldn't want to watch? He us? really does seem like a big enough Blazers fan at this point that he would yeah. do that. I'm not even. Yeah, he's like so down for the cause with the Blazers. I um I am putting for for Nurkic specifically posting this Photoshop. I'm gonna put this in. Um, not money 100% all the way over and then <laughs> yeah. in between like you know definitely on the messy side but like barely just because it's like yeah you guys always do this there's always a blazers photoshop mm-hmm. i'm not convinced at this point the players aren't like asking for it because it happens every single year the return rate is extremely low um mm-hmm. so it's kind of expected and i think uh it'd be Maybe messier if they weren't doing it because their their fans would be wondering if they're not trying to recruit enough. So mm-hmm. that's where I'm putting this. How about you guys? Go ahead, Josh. I've got I've got low messiness. Very low messiness. Like you said, Haley, they need to improve the team. They need to improve the roster. It's not like there is a trade that has been on that has been bubbling up that it's like Dame is implying like get this bum out of here and bring in KD so it's not like a beef necessarily with somebody that he plays with it's just like I want to play with one of the all-time greats so low messiness but also extremely low money (laughs) once once Kyrie signed in Brooklyn it became like off the side of the backboard brick (laughs) not a money jumper yeah it's um a rough Rough to call your like it's you um this is like the story about Moby being like I I used to date Natalie Portman and Natalie Portman being like we never dated we never, like it's like yeah. that that and level you're of just weird. like yeah. just that level of a brick in public because of the timing. I forgot. All about that. Yeah, that was a I forgot that about that too. So oh, freak! And then also there's some drama where he fucked over his workers in his restaurant in L.A. I'm taking Moby a very did? fuck Moby stance. Yeah, there's like a three percent. Let's go thirty. There's a thirty percent chance I'm remembering that wrong. Um, <laughs> if that is the case, I'm still taking the fuck Moby stance just purely off the Natalie Portman <laughs> stuff. But yeah. I would like to think that it extends to him treating his uh, employees wrong. Yeah, yeah, I agree with the the not messy, not money, not messy because again, if anybody had the opportunity to play with Kevin Durant. Right. You're going to want it. Like, sure. Why not? Especially Dame. He is at the point of desperation. I think we're going to see him posting a lot of photoshops. <laughs> just and then sending them in the group text with the GM just saying like, hey, what about this? Look, look, he's going to graphic designer that's just on retainer he's doing photoshops hire, yeah, for he's him. hire a graphic designer to do the photoshops himself. <laughs> that might be a little messy. But I, I I agree. If you can get the chance, you're going to post it. You're going to float the idea out there. He's like dreaming of what that would look like. Harry, what about you? Agreed. Same as you guys. I, I, I think it's not the not the messiest thing in the world. We are, we're certainly going to see some more messy messier things on this list. But it's also just tough, and I, I don't blame them but portland's just not a destination city for these stars so it's just it's it's hard like you're gonna need more than a photoshop to yeah which for a number of reasons like but the, right you know what i mean it's just i'm sorry it's just a little bit tough being in portland um from the you know what he should do organizational is photo- standpoint stories we've heard etc yeah 
he should Photoshop Phil Knight into the owner. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he needs to Photoshop. <laughs> Now, once he reposts that one, that's, that's a messy. little messy. That's messy. Money high, money high. Yeah. yeah, that would be. Start start photoshopping your like general manager. <laughs> Photoshop Chauncey out. Like put someone in his yeah. Front okay. office photoshops are a new category of messy I really that I hadn't that. even considered before. Also, I wish that we had. Um, I wish our merch was ready so we could Photoshop Katie into one of our shirts. Can we do I that wear- when they come? I have I wear my spinsters hoodie all the time. It's like one of my cherished uh, pieces of clothing. Well, you're Yay. about to get something else. What? Oh, this is great news. I'm very excited. Okay, the next one is Jalen Brown. Oh, okay, this is the tweet. Okay, so it's a tweet from Bleacher Report. Um, confirmed. It's the check mark. I didn't get duped. It says Jalen Brown's likes, and then it's got the little eyeballs that are looking to the side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so it's a screenshot of Jalen Brown's Twitter page on the likes tab. And the most recent one is from a Twitter user named Johnny with a shamrock at Bantonio Clown, which I guess is a play on the NFL player, I suppose. Oh, um, yeah. And it says, Jalen Brown is so disrespected by Celtics fans. So apparently Jalen Brown liked, I'm not, I mean, not apparently, like, I'm sure that this was a legitimate screenshot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He liked this. I don't know why I'm like doing the alleged where there needs to not be an alleged. Why am I using the passive voice here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, okay. Um, Jalen Brown liked by, this tweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah tweet sorry. in Jalen Brown's feed liked by NBA player. <laughs> <laughs> Appears to have been allegedly mm-hmm. liked by NBA mm-hmm. player. Yeah. Um, wow. That was Scary good, Josh. Have you Thank written for you. AP before? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kind of a, yeah, I do a New York Times recap of criminal justice reform. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm used to writing things that are a spare little time. quick. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Jordan, before we get to the Celtics fans in the room, mm. how do you feel about this? What are you thinking? Um, It's tough because it's a like. It's mm-hmm. not a retweet. It's not... A quote tweet I think that would make it more messy but it's still a little messy it's a little messy because you know how the world works someone's gonna find it they're going mm-hmm. on especially during this free agency everybody's going on the like tab for every NBA player so you kind of were secret about your messiness so I'm gonna put it a little lower on the access kind of like right in the middle a little bit um, it's only on the money side if if there's something you know we talk about all the time where there's gonna be a man uh, an agent leak that Jalen Brown wants something or he's like setting up for something in the future. That's where it's money because he's laying the groundwork. But I I don't know if he is disrespected by Celtics fans. I don't think that's the case. I think he besides the whole thing that. Uh, Jackson tweeted about he's like the best player with the worst handles. <laughs> like that was just kind of a fact. Yeah, I don't know if that was disrespect. Yeah. I think it's really true. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna go little on the middle with the messy and not money because mm. unless he's getting something out of this in the long run, you're just kind of making your fans mad at you, which isn't the best isn't the best strategy to me. Uh, Josh, what do you think? I'm going to go mid-messy. It is a okay. medium-messy thing to do. Because, again, Jordan said it. 
you know people are going to find this. And <laughs> it is, there is always like a little, like when it's like Celtics trade rumors, it's like, is Jalen Brown getting traded for Bradley Beal? Like he's always, it, he's always the like, the trade chip, which like mm-hmm. to put it that way, he's also like a human being. <laughs> and so I can understand that being stressful and upsetting and people being like, get him out of here, bring in this guy. And I, cause I do think there is a little level of disrespect. I think the handles thing is why I will put it. And as an optimist, ever so slightly money, like we're going to get <laughs> Jason. I I'm hoping what it means is we're getting Jalen Brown and one mixtape summer where he's just doing <laughs> dribbling drills around chairs, um, blindfolded, throwing passes into a, a bucket of like a peach basket or whatever, James Nathan style. Like the, I just want to see Jalen Brown take this as like, oh, you think I don't have handles? I'm coming back next year. Because that is, again, something that can be improved and something that he's so much better at than he was uh, when he came into the league. It's just that the load that was put on him in the finals was like clearly more than at this point he's ready to take on as like a playmaker uh shot creator so i think ever so slightly money medium messy for sure (laughs) that would be that would destroy (laughs) jackson if that tweet that he like actually was jalen brown's motivation for (laughs) liking this like that would would absolutely because jackson already had to as a celtics fan go to the finals and like be happy just kind of as an aside that the Warriors won just because he, you know, he's a, he's a Draymond's producer. So for his mm-hmm. podcast, so that would be actually very hilarious. I'm sorry, Jackson. <laughs> I would love it. I would, I would love for, for that to happen. Cause I do, I really like Jalen Brown as a player. I like love to see the activism he does. I think it's really like instructional and, um and righteous. And mm-hmm. so I do want him to feel happy and appreciated but i also would like him to stop throwing the ball away in traffic (laughs) (laughs) or just getting just getting stripped uh going to the hoop yeah i would get off your foot (laughs) turn off your foot sure Sure. why why do we have to be talking about old shit jordan (laughs) (laughs) sorry i'm sorry i i also do think that there's been time and time again where he's stepped up past anyone's expectations of him in the in the i don't want to say the shadow because it's not like uh, Jason has made it feel that way I don't think but as a clear 1B you know yes. he's accepted this mm-hmm. and has continuously stepped up so I do feel bad for him but Harry what do you think I I agree medium messy the the place where maybe it's more money than than you guys are are giving him credit for just in the sense that you know he is young it's a young core they're gonna be together longer like it's not the end of the world to feel like uh, I'm I'm disrespected. There's more I can show the the mm-hmm. world. You know, he wasn't. It's not. I'm disre- like it wasn't a tweet that was like Jalen Brown's actually better than Jason Tatum mm-hmm. or you know yeah, the Lakers or the Celtics. Or like he would be to, better off on another team. Right, right. It, it could totally be, and I think that's where I went initially. Is like, oh, he thinks he can't play with Tatum, but he probably thinks he can play with Tatum, and mm-hmm. it's more just about the the general like he he's like i just averaged 26 a game in the finals like you right know, what are you saying i'm second fiddle you know i you know so that's that's maybe a little like not so money but medium medium okay okay <laughs> i'll take I'm that <laughs> for the same reason harry because it's kind of just about this might make it appear less messy, but I'll get sent in a second. I'm putting it low money, not money at all, because 
Um, definitely you're allowed to feel what you're feeling, but mm -hmm. I just don't like like the, f on main, if you're trying to present, you know, that you're going to be able to bring it, the self pity or like the, the victimizing. But I do think again, like he is That's disrespectful. So I understand, but for me, I'm a little bit like, you can't. You have to understand a little bit of the the implications of liking someone like this. Like you could just yeah. always take it out in another way. Um, you know, like you said, Jordan. Like they know what to do. Maybe this is all part of an organized move with the agent drop. I would love to see that. Um, but if you want Celtics fans to start respecting you, liking this tweet isn't going to do it. And I think he knows yeah. that. Where I think it's actually all the way messy is because exactly that he knows exactly what he's doing. To your mm -hmm. point, Jordan. You know, even if you have 325 followers, that when you like a tweet, someone will see that you have liked that tweet. <laughs> mm -hmm. Twitter has made sure of that. And also, he has 568.3 thousand. Is that it? Fol Maybe they do disrespect him. Yeah. Followers. <laughs> and mm, I'm like, wait, never mind. Um, people are checking it, right? You're in free agency. I mean, not even in the millions. Like, that's that not even... That's, oh, just over half. That's kind of... All right, maybe in real time reconsidering. It is extremely messy because we have grown up with social media. We know exactly what it is. It, we know exactly what it means when you like someone's picture, when you comment a certain thing, when you mm -hmm. diddy crop someone. All of these things, we know exactly what they are. When you subtweet, there are no... We've aged out of the generation in the NBA. They're all retired, almost all retired. There's maybe like one to two I could permit this with who do not understand what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And so it's just a funny thing for like. Right. There's no know. there's no guys doing like the Ted Cruz 9-11 porn like <laughs> tweet. 100%. <laughs> and also there's no accidental likes anymore. Mm -hmm. When's yeah, last time no. you accidentally liked something? I'm dead serious. Mm -hmm. Think about it. I haven't done that in years. My thumbs yeah. Unless I told you I did, and then I definitely accidentally liked it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just don't. Like, the only thing I've done recently is, like, a year ago, I accidentally followed someone. And I, mm. you know what I mean? That's because, but then Twitter even changed where the follow thing was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't mm -hmm. do it anymore. You know how to scroll. You know how to avoid that. Come on. He it's knows messy. what he's doing. You know yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's messy. Definitely. Okay. Um... Let's go to Nick's brass going to Utah game. So according to, um, is it Begley, Ian Begley? Mm -hmm. I think so. I think so. Yeah. That's how it's said. Um, who was a reporter. Some prominent members of the Jazz were, surpri quote, surprised and upset Nick's exec, William Wesley, sat courtside for Utah Dallas playoff series. This isn't a new report, is it? This is just. No, no, this is old, but it, I old. put it on because it is. Uh, in my opinion, Relevant. big money, big messy. Okay, yep. you can. Okay, so <laughs> hold on. Let me yes. give the uh, let me give the scenario, and then and then sure. I would love for you to explain. Okay, so okay. they he was there. Randall was there, which is uh, more expected because of um, where Julius Randall's from. Um, and I think someone else was there. Wasn't Dolan's son there? I don't let me know, let me click you that. you explain and I'm gonna click on the I'm gonna do a little well so yeah research. at the jazz uh the jazz Utah I'm sorry the jazz Dallas series the series that Jalen Brunson was going off they a bunch of Knicks brass sat really close including the GM 
William Wesley of the of the Knicks. And I just why I'm putting it big money, big messy is it's it's messy because it's like that's a level that's a I've never heard of this level of disrespect of like courting a player in the middle of a playoff series. <laughs> that is a for a team that he's playing on a different team. Um and I think it's money because, you know, the the Knicks have to lean into what they're good at. And they're good at being in the middle of New York and being like flashy and being, <laughs> you know, all, all of these things. I think that we need more moves like this from the Knicks. Like for hiring, <laughs> like, you know, worldwide wise, great. Just because of who he is, you know, they need more like basketball Illuminati figures just <laughs> sitting courtside at mm-hmm. other people's games. That mm-hmm. is like, that's how the Knicks get back on top is, is kind of reckless stuff like that. Not to go full Sandler again, but this is how they win. That's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I'm saying. Um, so I, I wow. love it. I think we'll okay. see if it's going to pay. But yeah, the aggression makes sense. I mean, what else are you going to do? People aren't coming to you. No offense. But mm-hmm. um, this is what I was. Okay. So Nick's execs have been making, again, this is like, what, two months old at this point, have been mm-hmm. making the rounds during the playoffs on Thursday, Nick's consultant. Um, Gerson Rosas was at the Timberwolves Grizzlies playoff game. That's messy, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 He was photographed with Quentin Dolan, who's James Dolan's son. Hang on. I got it. I didn't like, even know pause. about that one. I got to Google what this guy looks like. <laughs> I cannot wait another second. Yeah, what the get- fuck? Okay. Everybody Google him right now. Quentin. This Quentin has to be Dolan? a joke. He's a he's a beefy man. Oh my god! Wait, what? I see. It always happens when I follow my intuition. I knew I had to find out what the fuck he looked like. He's he's a juicy. Wait, the and I don't mean that. You know what I mean? He's one of those where the shoulders are like in the neck. He's got a real gym tan laundry vibe. Yeah, A, a real GTL type of guy. I. Yeah, okay, so... How are they related? I'm getting some Tom Hanks, Chet Hanks vibes right now where I don't quite (laughs) understand the pipeline from father to son. Um, I can... If you look at what the beard is doing for his jawline, says a guy with no jawline and a beard, I feel like the resemblance to his father is like a little more visible. You kind of let your eyes go magic eye loose and you're like, oh, I can see how that would be genetically similar. (laughs) Yeah, that is a good point. This is really, it's also very limited pictures of him. And the main picture is, do you remember when Pete Davidson like made out with, who was that what he was dating at the time? Yeah. Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. He was sitting behind them and he was, that was like all over the internet. Who is this guy? Who's this guy? He was oh, sitting behind yeah. them and that's wow. all of his images on Google. Image. Fascinating. <laughs> Gerson Roses scouting at a Timberwolves game after being pushed out of the Timberwolves for being a pretty scandalous dude is like even messier. I want you to listen to this next sentence, Josh. Please. Sorry, I didn't mean to jump in. No, no, no. Just because of that specifically. According to The Athletic, Rosas, the former Timberwolves top exec, took Dolan on a team on a tour of the team's practice facility. (laughs) <laughs> the the messiness is we're breaking the charts here we're, for front we're office off the messiness. chart yeah we're <laughs> off the chart of like two month old news but you will you were breaking it here this um, is the knicks have gone 
full page six spelled S I C K S now. <laughs> yeah. I think it's going back to like the AAU circuit. Like they're <laughs> going and they're they're scouting, they're recruiting. And when when you're on that, you know, you're during that time, you think about the the people that came to see you play. And I think that's what they're tapping into. They're like, they came, they supported mm-hmm. me, they were there. They saw me in person. It wasn't yep. just on film. So I think that's what they're they're tapping into. Going yeah, but it's also AAU. like the same girl song because it's like on this end of the court, Donovan Mitchell's like, oh, they're watching me play, like blah, 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 blah. They <laughs> yeah. go this song, it's Jalen Brunson. Like, you know what I mean? They both mm-hmm. think they're there for him. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's smart and extra messy. <laughs> yeah. I, this is, yeah, off extra the charts. Messy. And I would also say, maybe not all the way money for me, but um, you got to do something and... No, actually... I'll put it all the way. I'll go all the way. What else are you going to do? Yeah. Okay. So let's go. So the next one we have is, it just says Draymond Podcast Shade. Harry, what's that mean? This one was just his, his, he's been really going at Kendrick Perkins. uh, (laughs) Right. Let me get the exact quote. I remember this. Hang on. I'm going to find it. He, he said something that was money. <laughs> pretty, pretty mean, but I think in a, for me personally, hang on. Yeah, I don't think this one's moving any free agents anywhere, um, <laughs> but. Oh, it, shit. I'm not reading this one out loud, but it is mean. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm not reading it out loud. Draymond <laughs> is messy, often just for the love of the game, which I respect that he's not, it's not like bulletin board material getting motivated. It's not like to draw people to him. He's just like, I'm messy because it thrills me. And I, Mm -hmm. I like that about him. That's what I was going to say for me. I like the continuity of he's like the character that some people are either in the, you know, on the court uh, as, I don't know, actors as a comedian, maybe like who, whatever, no, he is Draymond mm-hmm. at home. Yeah. Probably when he's picking his kids up from school, <laughs> when he's in Trader Joe's in line and someone is, you know, trying to, you're in the like big line before mm-hmm. it disperses to the smaller lines. Yeah. Someone's trying to take advantage of it. No, he's always Draymond Green. Right. He's he's you grabbing your grocery cart, shit. pulling it to the side, acting indignant when you notice it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like to- calling over to the manager. Exactly. He is... Very authentically himself. Um, I I don't know if you've seen Steph and Aisha Curry's HBO Max talk show game show about last night. There's an episode. Draymond is one of the contestants slash guests. And he and his wife talk like kind of surprisingly candidly about how much of his just like day to day motivation is having sex. It's like (laughs) fast. Like everyone else. Like, uh, you know, Aisha Curry is kind of like chaste influencer like mom influencer in that arena like religious adjacent and he's just like all the questions that are like moderately sexual he's like well you know when i get up in the morning i'm ready to have sex and when i go to bed (laughs) at night i'm ready to have sex i love having sex and it's just like yeah truly and his wife is like (laughs) not in a not in a grotesque way and not in a like a predatory way and she's just like this is true about him he loves to have sex we we have sex a lot (laughs) Like, this it's is my like, guy. <laughs> it's fascinating that that was just like, this is just on TV. <laughs> Doesn't is... surprise me, though. I'm because again, that in the month. 
high money. <laughs> Medium messy. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the messiness is just a character trait of Draymond Green. It's he just following wants to stir him everywhere. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, okay. Uh, Harry, what is this next one about Aiden? Is this true? No. You made this up? <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is a lie. God. <laughs> I've, mi- I've mixed in a few uh, fake ones. Are the, all the oh, bottom man. ones fake ones? Yes, I should have. Okay. Yeah, I should have. Yeah, D'Angelo Russell mysteriously deleted his B-reel. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys doing that awesome. B-reel? My friend sent me a link. What? It's it, fun. It's fun. You do it? I like it. I do do it. So you do it every day? <clears throat> yeah, they just send you a notification and you. it's like only to your friend group or only to the people that follow you on B-reel. And you have to take a picture like in that moment. So it takes away like the curated Instagram filter, mm. you know, scheduling. It's just like, this is what I'm doing right now. And all my friends live super far away. So it's fun. And they have babies, too. So mm-hmm. it's just cute pictures That's of their cute. babies. And it's it's pretty fun. Are most it. people on this? Are you guys all on this? I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm trying. I would like to never add a new social media yeah that's my only thing like they're too good i think the the the, i'm already totally chaotically addicted to all the ones that sam i gotta go one in one out at this point like i can't it's yeah i need uh uh, but a bunch of my friends tiktok is so funny because i'll always want there are references that i feel like because you are uh in a, a Terminally niche online. online. Yeah, I was going to, yeah, trying to say a nicer way. Um, that I thought, you know, you would understand in the same way where like I'll send something to Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to do a series. I was thinking another off-season episode we could have is going back through all the TikToks I send Sean when I'm high because I sent him them <laughs> as a test for in the morning. Was it funny or mm. not? Or was I just high? And most of them are pretty funny, but sometimes he's just like, don't send this to me again, you know, like, so, yeah, anyway, but I thought that could be a good episode, so put that on the list. Put it on the list. Um, okay, so none of these, so these are the ones that Harry made up. DeAndre Aiden just followed um, Jaden Ivey and Kate Cunningham on IG. Um, that would Russell. have been a good one. At least it would have shown some, like, hey, I want to be here, you know, yeah. I'm not sure where yeah. exactly he wants to be right now, but yeah, yeah that would have been good. Um. D'Angelo Russell has mysteriously de- deleted his be real. Um, mm-hmm. That's pretty good. And then De'Aaron Fox in his most recent Instagram post is wearing a New York Yankees hat. I like that you clarified that it was the New York Yankees. Um, <laughs> right. Well, yeah, yeah. Thank you for that. I was going to do I was gonna do a Knicks hat, but then I was thinking like, no. Too much. NBA too much, player. Well, can you imagine just being an NBA player and wearing, it would be like Another being in teams. a band and wearing your own t-shirt. It's like, mm-hmm. you can't. Yeah. And, um, uh, who's LeBron wore a Yankees hat at some point and it was like a minor media story. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's the it fact always... that LeBron just like he has a billion baseball teams, right? Or all it's his fandom is all over the place. He just the take I've had for a while is that he is actually who people think Drake is. I was about to because... say it's a very similar thing. Mm, he's a Cowboys fan. He's a yeah. Yankees fan. He shit. Is that it? Is that all I've had? Cleveland. Well, he went to the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know. We did win a championship. Ohio State, when Ohio State was good, all of a sudden he turned into a Cleveland baseball team fan mm-hmm. when they were good. The Browns shit I don't want to talk about. 
because yep. of their quarterback. Um, <laughs> who I wow, gets this is so into eternity. Wow. Um, yeah. So basically, I think that he is a bandwagon. Um, Wait, Sierra, Sierra said, just said, yeah, go ahead. It's <laughs> so funny. Sierra says LeBron's off court demeanor is the same energy as Jason Derulo. Yeah. I. <laughs> LeBron I mean LeBron in a Yankees hat and he's like I say this not to disrespect his achievements or as a uh, athlete or a businessman but him wearing a Yankees hat it does have that Jason Derulo feel of like I'm a dad and I bought this on vacation in New York (laughs) (laughs) yeah yes at a gift shop (laughs) I forgot I forgot a hat and I was at the airport (laughs) and I got this Yankees hat Oh, yeah, exactly. Wow. And it would be These the standard one. It wouldn't be any kind of like cool. Yeah, you know, limited edition. Like the slight, yeah, or like the slightly distressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That'd be LeBron. No offense to him, but I mean, he is. I, I want to see this, and this might be my Celtics bias coming out, but I feel like Jason Tatum's dad, young dad energy in his like off-court stuff, like with Deuce being around all the time and him being, and him doing like, potato chip commercials that are like you know kind of fun and sweet is like he's coming he's trying to come for that nba dad throne <laughs> that like steph J- uh chris paul uh lebron have yeah that's, that's he, what he's shooting for <laughs> he just posted a a video recently of deuce like doing a euro step like oh. really bad but really cute and he's so just behind cute. the camera he's like shaking because he's laughing so much <laughs> like one of those recordings i'm like i love this content Top it's really content. cute that's cute you know so cute. i will say that we have at least solid proof from two guys now that if you have a child your game is going to shoot up especially in the playoffs I would like to to do it overall. Um, if you're a Supreme Court judge and you're listening, turn this off. <laughs> I don't mean it that way. Yeah, kind of a rough week to be like, this we should actually, just see what happens what when people just have to have to kids. To oh, yep. Never oh, mind. No. Not going down that road. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. Not going down that road. But congrats again to Fred Van Fleet and who Derek had a playoffs? Derek White. Derek White coming into the playoffs just shooting yeah. the lights out after <laughs> after the, the second baby named Hendrix to be born to someone on this roster in the past six months. Who's the first one? Rob Williams has a has a baby named Hendrix, a baby son. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I wonder if they're gonna be friends or if they're gonna feud. Oh, You're I hope setting someone up to either be like really close or yeah, feud I know. forever. The same way like Trey and Luca, I don't think can ever really be like mm-hmm. super close friends mm. because. You are p- literally pitted against each other. Der- Derek White was asked about it, and he said that they picked out the name before he was even traded to Boston from mm-hmm. San Antonio. Oh, oh so sense. they fell in love with the name they weren't. Yeah. It is a cool name. If it was a it's bad cool. name, I'd be like, "That's so stupid." Mm-hmm. But it is. Yeah. That's a good name. Yeah. yeah, that is a good name. Did they spell it? They both spell it with an X. I think so. Because I, I think like it's both to. both the Jimmy. Right, it's like Jimmy Hendrix, not like yeah. the, j- the gin. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. even if it's not a reference, like. Spelling Hendrix with an X and that's your name has a way different vibe than if you spell it with a CK. Like all of a sudden you're like someone whose family came from England and you make yeah, a fortune off like that's an old money name. Hendrix. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Hendrix is like you drink gin. Yeah, exactly. Right. So yeah, with an X you're a rock star. So yeah, definitely go with you're that cool. One. <laughs> um, awesome. 
Yeah, we should another off season idea. <laughs> we go through all of the names in the NBA that are the same but are spelled different, and we analyze what the different spellings mean. I've been quoted many times. Have so broken down the Haley's. <laughs> hmm and the Jordans so, and the Jordans yes so there's not an alternate way to spell Josh I don't think so yeah. that would be very creative that would <laughs> just Harry. be well no not as a name can you imagine that would be awful yeah yeah that would be really bad no yeah I hope no one does that yeah, that, that would be, be a terrible. fun idea because that was the same thing that what did that happen in the draft? Two people with the exact same names were traded to the same team. Jaden Williams. I before you even said it, I was like, it's either a Jalen yeah. or Jaden because There's that's yes. everyone's name. A lot of right coverage now. of the 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 number of Jalens and Jadens in the league right now. Yes, yes. There's, there's a lot. Um, yeah, everyone's parents were going through the same exact phase yes mm-hmm. it's like the whole generation they were like we'd love for this kid to be an athlete um <laughs> i can envision the haircut the mom has yeah we know exactly what that what that experience was <laughs> i'm trying to think about other names of like maybe non-younger people that are similar there's some chris's there's some chris variation there's the mm-hmm. k chris's and the c chris Mm-hmm. Chris Middleton is is he is he K H R I S? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a whole, Oh, and then there's Chris Dunn. No H, still a K. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Tough because I don't really know any Chris's who aren't spelled with the traditional C H way. So I can't I mean I could like Sorry, it's my birth control. No. <laughs> my birth song? control alarm. Um, yeah, that. <laughs> which I guess is a great place to end the show. Um, <laughs> for legal reasons, I am not in Kentucky right now. Oh, I'm just kidding. I am. Oh, <laughs> Should we end the show? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for coming, Hunt Josh. This Thank you awesome. so much for having me. This was really a pleasure, and uh, I appreciate your letting me ramble. And uh, and I hope I hope. A couple listeners uh, check out the special People Pleaser on VOD now. <laughs> yes. Yes. You have to watch should. it. Thank yes. you. Thank you. And shout out to our producer, Harry Krinsky and Sierra Smith. Woo.